Hello. Greetings and salutations. We in here. We are in here. This is your girl, Serena Chantrice, and this is Only Serena Says. And I have the amazing Chuck Ellison. Oh, my gosh. On the line. See, I was going to do this whole intro, and I was like, I ain't going to be able to get through with a straight face. He ain't going to let me. Nope, nope. Stop it and stop it now. (laughs) So, I'm going to let. See you who he is. He gonna give you a, a background, um, give you his background. So yeah, just introduce yourself to the people. Then we're gonna get right on in here. Um, my name is Charles Ellington. Um, I am a, a confidence life coach. I I own a couple stores on um on the on online i have a couple online stores one of the stores is called speak brand which is positive clothing yeah um and you know and that's it like i I don't i don't have a lot to say i i there's a lot of things i could say but i'm just gonna leave it right there man (laughs) that's all they need to know that's all they need to know know. that's all they need to know right now you know what i'm saying that's all they need to know. Yep, yep. Confident life coach, confident life coach, mm-hmm. entrepreneur, all yep. the things. All yes. that good stuff. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna just dive right in and get to this um, interview. So last week when you went live, let me tell you something. I already be in the bed when you went live. <laughs> <laughs> at nine o'clock, and then you talking about can somebody come up on the camera? No, we was already in <laughs> with our pajamas on, bonnet on. But I did want to continue the conversation about this idea around community and that we are not alone, and sure. that is definitely important to reach out. So if you could just give the people an update around this live, why you went live and why you decided that at this moment you needed to reach out to your online community. Yeah, you know, it was, I was having, you know, when you have one of those aha moments or epiphanies or even uh, you're going through something and Mm -hmm. you start to vent what you need in front of people you know what i'm saying right. like why is this this way because that's exactly what you need in your life and i was I, that's i was going through that that moment where i realized like there's so many things that's going on in my in my life um and community is important and the the crazy thing about it is the crazy thing about community is is the fact that um you have to you have to find this community you know what I mean? Yeah, because, true. And true, it's true. difficult because you just can't let everybody in your community because, you um, and uh, you know, somebody. I, I think I posted something today. Says something like, "Don't you can't you can't let everybody in to your life because they could basically turn around and bite you." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't want that, but it's frustrating because there are people that are in your life that say that they love you, they care about you and stuff like that and sometimes they just don't reach out or even care about what you're going through until they need something and so I went live talk about that you know what I mean and especially when it came down to the church and stuff like that it's like I was at church I went to church just to cry you know but like what was the discernment and knowing like man Chuck really going through let me go say something to him let me go pour into his life 
real quick. You know what I'm saying? So that's where it really came from. I was just kind of venting what I needed, you know, what I ultimately needed. And I'm venting it with a question like, where is everybody at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Most definitely. We de- we do not do um, a good job with um, community. I know I'm I'm bad at it. Like, I could think about, like, man, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. But you never take the time to sure. reach out to them. Some people are really good about it, but I know me for a fact. I'm definitely really bad about it. Um, and, you know, people will be like, can you pray for me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pray for you. That is the prayer. So we definitely... <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Pray for you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Whatever going on, Lord, fix it. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, so we definitely have to get better because somebody probably did see you at church that day and was like, and instead of, you know, wondering, man, I wonder what's going on with him to try to get into your business of why you were needing to cry nobody came up and reached out to you and be like hey man let me just you know let me just pray with you let me encourage you whatever it is but you know people want to reach out to you to get to get in your business and that's not what that's not what community is no matter what is going on if i say i need i shouldn't have to explain my whole story for sure and for sure background yeah and 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 i and for people that's listening, I'm not blaming these people. Like I'm not, I'm not mad at them. You know what I'm saying? It's not their fault per se. It's more so. It's just like for us to be more aware. It's even talking to myself to be more aware. Because one of my prayers has been like, man, Lord, just help me to to understand the moment. You know mm-hmm. that moments that I'm in because someone could actually be going through something and I may be missing the misreading the moment and I don't want to misread the moment because I'm supposed to be a person that, that has God in them. You know what I'm saying? That's a vessel and all that good stuff. And here I am, you know, this person is in front of me and I, and I missed it. And we do miss it sometimes, but that's my prayer. Like, Lord, just help me with that because I don't want to be, I understand how it feels to be looked over, you know, mm. um, and I, I 100% of us, and it doesn't feel good, but I'm not the crazy, the flip side of that is that I'm not looked over when it's something that you need from me because I can right. be a very resourceful person as right. well. And I'm, I could be very giving as well. So when, when it's time for me to like, for instance, the other day, I kid you not like, I really didn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't want to be alone. So I'm hitting people up like, hey, man, you want to go out to eat? You know what I'm saying? Let's go out to eat. Woo, woo. You know what I'm saying? They like, man, no, I'm busy. I got something to do. Woo. Now, if I had said, hey, I'm paying for it, it would have it would have been a totally different story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like the moment that was missed was the fact that Chuck didn't want to be alone because I was dealing with some mental things. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to go out to eat and laugh and have a good time and, you know what I'm saying, put something in my cup. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? By the way, you never send me a text because I'm always down for the meal. Got you. Always down for the meal. Like, I'm that person. 
I'm that person that be like, I got twenty two dollars in my account. I'm going to spend it on the food. I'm that person. Like, you probably should get gas. I'm going to put three dollars in the thing, and I'm going to go get something to eat. I'm that person. That's like, noted. The For food sure. is more important than the gas. <laughs> Do, like the Lord gonna stretch it. He's Yo. gonna make a way. He's gonna, you know, he For he sure. he fed he fed the multitude with with two fish and five loaves of bread. For He's sure. gonna stretch my gas. Like what are y'all talking about? For sure. For sure. We gonna get there and back <laughs> and through the week. But we gotta eat first. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it was, it, it was, it was a moment that that was missed, man. And I was just like, you know, I was, I was upset about it a little bit. It's like, man, you know, um, when, when it's, when it's, I, I kind of had that that moment where I'm just kind of angry, like, yeah, and and I, I think, sure. I think this is what fueled it because this is when I went. I think this is right before I went live, though. Mm-hmm. I think this is what what happened. Right before I went live, this what because I'm I'm angry and I'm just like God, like, um, when is it going to be my turn? Mm-hmm. You know, when is it going to be my turn for me to get, you know, like somebody call me like, hey Chuck, what you, hey man, let's let's go get something to eat, man. Let's let's go let's go here, man. Why don't you come over, man? Whatever, like that. Like, when is it going to be my turn for that? Because I'm the person that that does that. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, like, and sure. hear me, guys. Like, I'm not. I'm not crying about this in the sense of like I'm just saying woe is me. It's just a thing that it's just a reality that a lot of people deal with where they actually need people and we need each other to right. actually grow and become what we're supposed to be. And when we're selfish to ourselves all the time, which we should be selfish to ourselves sometimes, but all the time when people actually need us. God put us here to help each other. And when we don't do that, man, people are missing stuff in their life, um, nutrients in their life, uh, friendships, um, you know, when we don't do that. And so I was at home and I was just, I was thinking that I wasn't suicidal or anything like that. But I was like, what if I was? Yeah. You know yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, yeah. So we missed the mark when it talks about um, we should not do life alone like even in the beginning that was why Eve was created God was he looked at Adam and was like yeah he needs somebody here with him you know what I'm saying For for sure so we are not meant to do life alone and I think the world tells us it's okay to be isolated like man people um people gonna take your ideas people gonna do this people gonna do that and I just Mm -hmm. like you know and even myself I have to work to fight isolation because sure. like I'm over here and I'll tell anybody like I'm ready to get back in my cocoon back in my house like mm-hmm. so I have to like force especially now where I work from home or as my VP at work says we live you know we work uh, we work where we live mm-hmm. and it's just so like I have to force myself to interact with people like it's Wednesday and I haven't been out of here since Sunday. So like I got to force myself to leave the house, force myself to keep those human connections and contacts, like talk to people. Like I'd be like, you could send me a text. Like, let me text it. You don't have to call, but you miss the human (laughs) connection when you just don't, when you send a text, like just hearing somebody's voice, 
hearing what they're saying because sometimes they could be you know a text message could be taken out of context because you mm-hmm. said you know if you had been on the phone instead of in this tone somebody could hear like oh she just playing but you reading these words you like you ready to fight now and it's a whole yeah. miscommunication and so now we it really takes a lot for us to really keep those relationships and foster those relationships because we just now are so isolated and the world tells us like we should be isolated. Sure. sure. It's strength. What's the saying? It's strength in numbers. Yeah. You know, when we go, when we go together, you know, when we do it together, um, it just, it, the job gets done, you know, that's why cleaning companies, they don't just send one person. They send a lot of people because yeah. they realize in order for us to get this done and be effective and for us to not miss a lot of things, we got to send more people to clean this big facility or whatever. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so it's just, it's so important to have those people around um, that you trust. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and, and I think that's why some of our isolation comes into play is because it's the lack of trust that we have with people because we've been burned so, so many, many times. times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. Just like, Somebody gets some information. Next thing you know, man, they didn't told four people, and the ch- the story has changed twelve times within those four people. And now, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, you dealing with that, and you trusted this person, you know, yeah. And, and so you just kind of, it's hard, man. It's it's just hard, man. You just trying to. I think there's a there's a scripture that's talking about like having faithful companions, you know, um, and how how important that is to how blessed you are when you find faithful companions, people that will talk good about you to your face and behind your back. back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when your business is your business and it has nothing to do with anything, anybody else. And if I tell you, then it's just between you and I, and that's it, you know, Um, but not everybody else. And it's just important, man, but we need that. You know what I'm saying? We We need it, but it's hard to find. It's definitely hard to find and it's definitely like a faith move like when you have been burned so many times when people come and they want to be in your circle and be around you you almost like have your guard up man sort of speak and you be like well you know why why do you want to be my friend why are you yeah. coming to talk to me like who what are, are you like, yes what are your intentions <laughs> who sent you Mm-hmm. Who, sent you? <laughs> who, sent you? who sent you to be my friend and why yeah. do you want to be my friend like what are you trying to get from me and it's so hard that we just don't just accept people for who they are and just let them in and even if they have ill intentions because you know Judas was walked with Jesus so he Man. had ill intentions but for he sure. still walked with him still Jesus never treated him any differently and so when when we have and I'm and I'm learning that so hard right now in this season that even Mm -hmm. when people betray you and betray your trust the 12 the 11 other ones were still good you know what I'm saying and you still have to like they had their faults yes but they were still still good and you still have to foster those relationships and you still have to allow people in just because one betrayed you that doesn't mean everybody is going to betray you and so you do have to realize that you know everybody is not out to get you 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 know you said something that that i might get in trouble for (laughs) so 
but I'm going to say it because you said, you know, people not accepting you for who you are, you know, yeah. the person you are. And the biggest place, oh, I'm about to get in trouble for this. It's a safe the, space because I created it. That's fine. I'm about to, I, and I, I don't mind. I don't mind getting in trouble. It's fine. But because the only reason why I don't mind because I witnessed it for myself. But, mm-hmm. and so I can talk on it. But like the place that, that promotes community and how you can be yourself at times can be the worst place for mm-hmm. you. And that's, and that's church. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, they, they will tell you from the platform, tell you from the platform that this place is this and we build community and da, 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 da. and while the intention is pure, what you're saying is for sure. But some of the people that are that are in leadership that had those particular things to build that type of community have ill intentions and you get you get ruined you know what i mean um they yeah. drag you they drag you through the mud um you don't allow people to actually because here's the thing like sometimes we treat church like it's uh like it's mcdonald's or burger king like it's a drive through you know like <laughs> You go to the altar and you say yes to Jesus, and then all of a sudden everything is supposed to be different about you. Like while God on the inside has made you new, there are still some reverberations of the things that you've coming out of, right? And right. so that means certain things ain't gonna change right away, and you still gonna have a little quote unquote stench on you, right? right. What they would say, yeah. right? So that means you gonna you're not gonna, you know. You're not gonna say things the way that the church folks say it, and so immediately, um, the place where it says that you can come as you are and be as you are, they try to mold you into what they think you should be. Should be, definitely. And and then it ruins the community aspect of it because as soon as you maybe have a flashback of who you used to be, and that comes out, then that business is out to the to the whole community of the church that you are this way and there's this complex about you like this is who this person is when you like you say you talk about judas how judas jesus knew from jump when he put him on his team that this dude was gonna betray him right he put him on his team and not one time not one time except when they sat down to eat at the the last supper did Jesus say anything bad about Judas? He only said that thing about Judas at the table. We say, you're going to betray me. Betray me, me. yeah. That, you know was it. Like, that was it. That was it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was right around the corner. It was about to happen like in, in a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? And so like, but but Jesus kept on saying, and so like, if you look at, and if you look at the disciples, if you look at all of them, they all had something going on. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Man. They all had some, some crazy going on and Jesus put him on this thing and he didn't treat them you know what I'm saying yes. he challenged them yes. there's a difference he challenged them for sure but treat them bad because of who they were you know what I mean like he was challenging them because he saw who they could be could be who right? they could be that's you know so important who they could be and so like when we dealing with people at church and they, they're coming out of or people like myself who has messed up at, at church who have been in church for years and messed up. There's something wrong and then you just kind of get the cold shoulder a little bit like, you're supposed to know better. Yeah, you I'm a season. human. You out of season. Yeah. Oh, so they're yeah. so they not dealing with you. Right. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, And it's crazy 
It's crazy. And I told somebody, I said, the biggest hurt that I've experienced has not been from the world. It's been from church. It's been from church. And it's, it, it's crazy to me where this is the place, this is supposed to be the safest place in the world, in the community that you're in. It's supposed to be the safest place. And people that are listening, I hear, I'm not bashing the church. The church is still important. It is still needed in our local community for sure. But we got to understand that there are some ministries, there are some places where it is toxic. You know yes, it is ab- it's absolutely toxic. And you and and I'm gonna say that you you may have done better not even coming there and staying where you were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like for real, because I've literally seen people. I've literally said my mother walked my mother, who had me, at 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 a, as a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A woman that sang in church and was a beast. You know what I'm saying? And church mm-hmm. and singing, still a beast. And so, like, she got pregnant, and how how women were sending her notes in church saying, When you get outside, I'm gonna beat you up. Wow. Like these are church folks. These are people that shout, run, speak in tongues, <laughs> and can quote the Bible from Genesis to, to Revelation. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, these are people that's doing that time, I'm gonna beat you up. Instead of pulling her to the side, you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? And and making her feel loved. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, God, God still loved her after that. You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> you know like, I feel like how the church handles situations, the world does such oh a God. better job. Oh, like, you're going to get in trouble for that. Um, I know. I know. I know I am. Because just they, it's, it's a it's a judgment thing. And I just be like, why are we, if we speak of love, why do we condemn people when they get in trouble, when they walk outside of quote unquote, the will of God, how do we, I mean, there's no correction in love. Everything is like, okay, you made this mistake. Now we have shunned you. And that's it. That's all. And it's, and when the time that we should be embracing them and loving on them and correcting them and yeah. all the things, somebody should have been like, man, somebody could have um, took a layer off and be like, well, why did you feel like you had to run into that young man's arm? Why you couldn't come to us? Like, you know, like yeah. nobody is like asking those questions. Yeah. You're condemning the people and the church just does such a horrible, <laughs> horrible a horrible job. job. I mean, the, the, the Bible says, the Bible says, it says, if you see your brother or sister overtaken in the fault, mm-hmm. you that are spiritual, go restore yes. them. And it says, with the spirit of meekness. And then the next verse says, take heed, because it could happen to you. To too. you. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, like, not, not with that in mind, so like when I went through what I went through at church, my grace level for people went through the roof, right? Yeah, I mean, went through the roof because I was like, Look, man, we all mess up. The difference between you, between me and another person, is that I got caught and you didn't, you know, what yeah, saying? and so grace, grace was extended to you, and grace is still extended to me, but I just got caught, you know, what I'm saying, so for you to act like you know what I'm saying? Like, your boo-boo don't stink. It's like... It's, it's, it, it's wrong. It's wrong. Like, you you should know better. 
you're supposed to be a, a man of God. Like, I never stopped being that. No, you, know you never like, did. You like, never did. God never took his thumbprint off my life. He never he never did that. You did though. You you took the, the God, whatever God you serve, you took his hand off my life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But the God I served did not take his hand off my life. So you tripping. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, as a human being, man, it made me feel bad. It made me hate church. It made me not want to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still have that feeling, man. Like I was having anxiety attacks coming to church. That's so crazy that we go through these things with with church people. It's yeah. so crazy. Like for a long time, like I was told that I didn't have uh, any anointing. I didn't. I didn't have a calling on my life. So like you, you belong in the back. <laughs> I know you belong in the background. Like you know, like there's these are real words. What? These are real words. There's nothing really special about you. Oh and, my goodness. You know, like and like and instead of like, I'm like I'm having real. Um, prophetic dreams and things, and instead of you cultivating it, you're like almost envious of it. So wow. you're trying to downplay it and make me feel like I something wrong with me wow. when really there was a bu- there's a budding gift, and yeah. you should have been cultivating that. Wow. And so going through my twenties and even now into my thirties, I have it's a lot of unlearning that I have to do wow. to even deal with deal with church people. Like so wow. it's so it's like a, a, a automatic wall that goes wow. up, you know? <laughs> wow. That's crazy, man. That that's it, that <laughs> I the the safe it's supposed to be the safest place. Safe place. It's supposed to be the safest place for you. Like, I remember one of my one of this guy. Um, he preached his message, and one of his one of the things he said his message. He said the the church doesn't set the stage for you to be honest. You know what I'm oh saying? wow, that's a, it. Doesn't it? Doesn't you know what I'm saying? So like, you can't be. It's hard for you to be so honest because when I come to church. A lot of times I feel like, and I, I want to, I want to like illustrate this somehow one day. It's like everybody has on this mask, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, hey, how you doing, man? I'm blessed and highly favored, man, and running for my life, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? With the evidence yeah. of speaking it, like they just, you know what I mean? It's like this mask. Like, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. God is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and rather you saying, man. Life sucks, bro. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm tired. I, <laughs> you know yes. Like, I just want somebody to be honest and just say that. The, like, yes, I, you I, so true. I just remember at the start of the pandemic, it was two instances. Like, like well, that night that y'all like poured into me the night in, mm-hmm. um in our creative group. I I had never been that vulnerable. I didn't really know y'all, and I was like, I'm t- at that point. I was tired sure. of keeping up this facade that everything was all right, and I was over here drowning. Sure, yeah. And that is the thing we do. We have on these masks. We have this facade up. You see, you know, you see the cute outfits. You see this. You see the 
bag. You see the Pandora bracelets. You see all of that. But y'all, I was drowning over sure. here. You don't know what it took for me to just get out the bed. To Man. like, and we don't say that. We don't say like, my life sucks right now. Or, yeah. I'm tired or I'm fatigued. We don't, we're not honest. We have to keep this smile on our face and just say that everything is okay. And then I was really appreciative of all of y'all. And even I went to our pastor and I was like, I'm about to lose it. And I do respect the fact that he did not just give these cliche words that he put he put something into action sure. to help me because see that'd be the thing when people when we come to people and tell them yeah. you know that we're tired with you know the mask they want to be like okay well you know baby it's gonna be better tomorrow just keep holding on no sometimes you need real life application for sure something needs to happen for sure for you sure. know for sure something needs to happen and i think people miss that boat and that's mm. why we that's why we keep these masks on because nobody nobody's gonna care about your about your situation they just want to give you these cliches yeah. and you're like i don't need I know the sayings. I'm trying to say them to myself. I need something at this point now. I need something tangible. I need a real life application. And I think that we miss that so wholeheartedly. Sure. What I tie my bow tie and should have bought a Honda. Like, no, uh-huh. I need yeah. I need something real. Yeah, yeah. You need something tangible. You need something that's that's actually gonna help you help you move. And like when you don't when you don't get that, I mean it's when you don't get that, man, it's it's very like you said, man. People, you'll tell somebody something, and then they just they say, you know, like you said, just keep. Well, hold on, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, trouble don't last all. No, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we've been man doing for a night, but joy, your it's morning not- is coming, da- uh, daughter. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's always darkest before day. <laughs> I know that. I know that scientific fact. What? What does that mean? Listen, the the biggest freedom that I've had, you know, in these last three years is um, even even the times I, I feel alone is allowing myself to be myself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And not trying to fit into the mold of every what everybody expects of me. It'll try not to live up to the expectations of everybody, you know what I'm saying? Because that, that that's what leads to the isolation. That's what leads to the to not trusting is just that you you trying to fit into these expectations. Well, you know, the ch- church wants you to look like this. They want yeah. you to be this way. They want you to, like, somebody asked me, like, when are you going to get back on that platform and preach? I was like, I don't know, man. I'm not even thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because that's, that's what you want me to do. You know what I'm saying? Because you think my calling is is labeled to that. You know what I'm saying? Or, or is, uh, is, is that, to stand up on a platform with a microphone and, and talk to people you know what I'm saying about scripture, and that's that's fine. You know what I'm saying, but like that's, I believe there's more to that, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna, I'm not going to, you know, try to live up to your expectations anymore. Like I wanna, you know what I'm saying. I need to embrace who I am. You know what I mean, and find out who I'm not as well. Yeah, I at the same time. You know what I'm saying, and so um, that 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 has been the biggest freedom where I just I don't care. Like somebody said, man. You supposed to be saying, man. You be posting stuff on your Instagram stories that be got that got cussing in it. I was like, so what? I don't, I don't care. Who, about who labeled? Who labeled? This be my thing. Who labeled these words as cuss words? Man, you know who, t- who? Who labeled? That, that's a, see that that's a, that see 
when I start talking like that, then they then then they they'll say something like, "Well, you just trying to justify doing wrong," and it's not that. You know what I'm saying? It's more so like you know we 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 label things because we heard somebody else say it, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, or we'll label a person and say they're not something because they do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's not right. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you this morning, like man. I love G's, man, but I will, I will cuss. Like, I will. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you not. Like, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and here's the thing. Like, I know when I know. And, oh, here's the thing, God. Listen, if y'all go on Netflix, it just, it just reminded me of something. If y'all go on Netflix, there's a, there's a Netflix series called The Origin of Curse Words. Um, and it goes down the whole list of, like, <laughs> All the curse words and, and where all it originated from, right? And mm-hmm. it see the thing is, if you watch it, it will shock you where some of these words came from and how they came about, and the benefits of saying these words, right? So see, that's I'm like, who it's crazy. It's because like it's crazy. It's crazy. So like, I don't feel convicted. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's the thing. Like, if I'm around people that don't do that, then I'm not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like if I'm around an alcoholic, I'm not going to drink, right? right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I'm around people that, that you know what I'm saying, that don't do that, that, that it offends them, then I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? Like I, under, like, I understand that enough to not do that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it's just like when you're around your family, there's a certain language that you speak around your family, family that you want to yeah. speak around. You know what I'm saying? So, you're around people that you know what I'm saying? Y'all having a good time and y'all doing that, that's between y'all. That has nothing to do, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying, like the labels that I put on people because we don't fit into the mold of what you deem as this. You know what I'm saying? This right. is what a Christian should look like. Boom, 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 boom. And it's usually those, it's usually the outward things that we look at. They cut, yeah. you drink, and a person that may smoke a little weed, right? Right. And so, like, I asked somebody one day, I gave them two scenarios. I said, look, I said, so say if you got a guy, you got you got person A who who goes to church, you know what I'm saying? They say they love God, you know what I'm saying? They go to Bible study all the time, you know what I'm saying? They they lead groups, um, and, and they just very active in church, right? But they are mean to their family, they're mean to their boss, they're mean to their neighbors, right? But then yeah. you got person B. Who is who also goes to church and serves and they give to their community, you know what I'm saying? But like every now and then they throw a little party at the crib, you know what I'm saying, for friends and family. They may have a little drink, you know what I'm saying, amongst amongst themselves. They may smoke a little weed, but they love God. They they love their neighbors, they treat people justly, you know what I'm saying? And they're very um, you know, open to God. Like they they have a great relationship with God. I was like, if you had to choose which one was going to heaven, which one would it be? They said person B. And I was like, then why you, why? Why do you condemn? Why, <laughs> why you are you condemning me? Why you condemn? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you condemn person B so much and lift person A on a pedestal so much? You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, in our minds, we know that how we treating this person is wrong, but we do it anyway. But the person who outwardly just says that they love God and they go to church all the time, but they treat these people terribly. You know what I'm saying? We'll de- say that they're going to heaven or we'll give them more opportunity, right? Um, yeah. And I just think that it's wrong, but it's, it's, it, that, that is the issue 
of why people don't want to come sometimes is that yeah because i just i just feel like the meanest people be the ones that be like go to church like sometimes <laughs> i don't even tell people that i go to church because it be like they so and you be looking at them like why are you so mean like did Man. god not do something for you today like <laughs> Did he not wake you up? Like, it just be like, they so mean and they so rough talking. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can, like, like I said, I'll cuss you out and pray for you later. But I just be like, <laughs> that's when you have taken me there. Because at the core, sure. I'm really nice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, don't bother me. But I'm like, y'all are just so, you ever just see like, uh, Usher, y'all are mean. These are the first people <laughs> that are interacting with y'all. Are mean as the ever. Usher, the mean Usher. <laughs> how is the Usher mean? How is the greeter? How you're greeting the people yeah. coming in? How are y'all some of the meanest people? Like yeah. I'm like y'all need to. Like church is the only place where you don't have to interview for nothing. Like we gonna make you a whole executive over this, and you don't have nothing. you don't have no training, no leadership skills, no nothing. But you over whole ministries, over whole people. I just feel like church churches need an HR department, like real talk, because some yeah. of the stuff that you do. In church, you you cannot get away with that on the workforce. Like for sure. for you sure. cannot talk to people any kind of way, and people and you think that people are not going to say something to you or that. And then there's like no coaching. Like if the first time that somebody talks to me rude on my job, and I go and tell HR, there there's going to be some recourse. There's going to be some action. You going to tell the pastor like, yes, yeah, such and such, this happened to me and made me feel this kind of way. They be like, oh well. You know, it'll be okay. That's just how such and such is. No, that's a problem. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. That's a whole problem. They could definitely turn somebody that's new to Christ, turn them completely off. Like now, um, I think because I've been in church for so long, I just, when it happens, I'd be like, okay, this is just church politics. And I'm like, okay, I just gotta, you just gotta suck it up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, nothing's gonna be really done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, then, that, that's, that, yeah, that's, that, again, like, the people that's listening know, like, this ain't every church. It's, it's, it's it's, not. It ain't every, this ain't every church, you know, because we attend the church. And I think our church is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Our pastor is amazing and the leadership is amazing. You know what I'm saying? And every church has flaws because there every are people church. there. Yeah, you know every saying? church does, <laughs> have flaws. Yeah. does have flaws. I mean, that is kind of one of the reasons why I eventually joined our church because, yeah. you know, I passed that priest message, you know, like four years ago about the local church. And one of the things that he said, he was like, church is messy because, you know, the people are messy. People are flawed. We are flawed. Don't For sure. Me. Don't get me wrong. We're we're a flawed people. We're a flawed individuals. But it's also about the character and you know yeah. of the whole. And then it's like if you go to you know you gotta you know the fruit that it bears. So like if you yeah. have an issue, you know being able to go to somebody and see it get resolved and and just know that it's not gonna be resolved even on your job. The issue is not gonna be resolved like immediately. But to you know, to know that there's some course of action, there's something, you know, some plan yeah. to take place on how you could do this. And I do think that our pastor does 
exemplify sure. that. It's like, no, this not gonna be done. Like for you sure. want the person to get put out, but we still gotta have grace for, for either sure. you and for the person that you're having an issue with. So I do appreciate that. For sure. And and being being it's it's all about being intentional. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and I you know, I you know, I was raised in the black church and the church of God in Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like we <laughs> we wore suits, we got our ties, we got our cuff links. You know what I'm saying? We love to look good. You know what I'm saying? That's where you learn how to dress. You go, you want to learn how to dress? Join the Church of God in Christ because they will yeah, teach y'all. you how to dress. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is about that, and I love, I love church. There's things about Church of God in Christ I absolutely love. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know the them raising how they raise up people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like from from kids all the way up to adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the things I don't like about our our black church sometimes is that you know what I mean, like the intentional aspect of you know when people are broken, like we talk about the community aspect. You know yeah. what I'm saying, where you feel like you cannot be honest, you cannot come to somebody without your stuff being spread around the church. You know what I mean, like you, it, it's it's a terrible thing, and I don't like it. I, I know a lot of people who have left black church and quote unquote went to quote white church, you know what I'm saying? Because they felt safer there. You know what I mean? And and while while that sounds so weird, I understand the reality of it, you know, um, and I get it. And it's because they're seeking for some type of community. Community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and they feel like man, they can't have that community with their own people. When it's just when it's just their own people, but a mixture of races, you know, in the church, and you feel like you can have, you know, because it seems like it's just intentional, you know. Uh, Anthem is intentional about those things, you know what I'm saying? And so I think it's it's very important, man. Like it's it's just needing. This is why people don't come. This is why they don't want to be a part of of church sometimes because I, I actually there was a guy that I I you know he he joined the church and uh this is when I was at uh CLC he joined the church and mm-hmm. we he we had a he was a he was a basketball player like he was famous overseas like nobody really knew who he nobody really knew him knew what he did but I just somehow we got connected and we were talking one day and he was just like we were hooping and he was like yeah man I still go to the club I still drink and I still smoke and I was like all right you know, I just said, oh, that's what's up, right? And I just was shooting. He stopped and looked at me. He was like, that's it? I was like, what are you talking about? He said, that's, that's all you got to say? I was like, what do you want me to say? He said, you ain't got no judgment for me? I'm like, no. judgment about what? He said, I still go to the club and I still drink and smoke. I said, that's between you and God, bro. Like, I said, here's the thing, man. Like, I'm not the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to do his job. If you if God really came into your heart for real, then there are things that He's gonna start speaking to you for you to let go, right? Yeah, you know definitely. what I'm saying. And until that time, and I was like, and and if the Lord told me to say something to you about that, then I would say something to him about that. But He would have said something to you first. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like He would have. It, it would have been something in your heart that would have been, and I just would have came and brought clarity to it. What you have been feeling already. But yeah. the Lord ain't telling me to say nothing to you, so we just hoping. Like, all right, you know what I'm saying? That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, 
I uh, you know I put something in my cup too, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Just give, yeah. give me some Casamigos, some eggs, you know, <laughs> some Crown. Like what are we doing? Like what's what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I ain't got no. I I don't have no judgment, judgment for you because like that's between you and God at this point, bro. Like I really don't. Now if I saw that it was hindering your your health or something like that, and I noticed that, and I knew knew that, then I would probably say something. But like I don't know that about you. I don't know that we just met. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but, it's a, but it's the ex- expectation that he just knew that you were going to judge right. him and knew that you were going to have something extra right. to say like just even myself like when you um like dating they be so like oh make sure you don't do this make sure you don't do that <laughs> like don't be alone with them I'm like what <laughs> I'm grown. I know right. how to say no. no. They be like, make sure you dating groups <laughs> in a group. What? And then, wow. and then in my mind, I'm like, even if I did want to, I'm still grown. So I'm not going to date in no group. I'm not going to do any of that. If I want to invite somebody over to my um, apartment, and, you know, they be like, make sure they gone by 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock? You don't get nobody here. If they want to, if they want to say to midnight, they want to say, like, you just never know how the night when this all this extra baggage that they want to put on. I'm like, you know, you could still have sex during the day in fornicate. So, like, what is that? You know, like... <laughs> You know I have a lunch break, right? I can right, you know what I'm over. saying? You, like, me, you, know you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, okay, you know, like you could still have sex during the day. You know, like what is that about? You know, especially with us working from home, somebody might slide it over. You know, like you said, during the lunch break. Like, what are you talking about? Like that is just so like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you have the if, if you listen, if you have God for real. Like, if God is in your life for real, like, and, and here's the thing, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have people in your corner that's help that's helping you grow and helping yeah. you see things that you don't see, like, that's very important, you know what I'm saying, but like, when it becomes to the point where it seems like they, it seems like that they think that you can't handle yourself, you yeah. know what I'm saying, that you're not strong enough. Now, if you're not strong enough, then you're not strong enough, Right. Right, you know and that's man? and that's fair too. And then right. you, then you have like, okay, well, like if you know that you can't deal with that, then you then okay, then you do let somebody know and be like, okay, like okay, girl, that's not maybe you shouldn't be alone with him, or right. maybe you shouldn't go to the club, or maybe you shouldn't drink and excess. So those are the things where we know we know about ourselves and we could um tell someone and maybe he was even telling you that because maybe he not that he wanted he was glad that you did not judge him but then maybe he wanted you to know like man maybe there's something that I'm dealing with and maybe sure. you can help me with sure. this with this problem because you know at the end of the day iron sharpens iron you can be like yeah. man I went through that phase already you know you know it's nothing out there <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying so yeah. like you know the fact that he opened up to you that be the thing you didn't, you know, you didn't judge them, so then that shocked them, and then that op- that kept the line of communication open. Because sometimes sure. people open up to us, and then we, the first thing we do is we judge. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, and 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 that and then that turns them off, and they're dealing with a real problem, and they were really coming to seeking you for help. For sure, for sure, it's it's, it's all we 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 judge the the surface thing, 
too much. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We we just now here's the thing, like as believers, now this is prob this may shock some people. As believers, we have the right to judge. Let, let me explain for a second. As believers, now when I say that, I mean in the sense of if me and my brother are talking, my brother in Christ or whatever are talking, mm-hmm. and he's dealing with a situation that is absolutely hindering him, and I know it, and mm-hmm. he knows I have his best intentions at heart. If I hold scripture up to his life and it doesn't match, I can say something to him judging what he's doing, not in a way where it's comes off like I'm better than him or anything like that, but more so like, hey, man, you know what scriptures say right here about that. You know what I'm saying? In a loving way, not in a way where it's like, man, I'm dude, like, I would never do that. I'm better than but, you. I, right, but in... see, that goes back to we don't know how to correct someone For sure. in love. For That's sure. the whole thing. Like, you could definitely, like, I had a situation where one of my friends was like, oh, yes, I'm talking to um, this guy. And I was like, well, what is the issue? Why are you trying to keep it a secret? Oh, he's still married. Oh, okay, you're wrong. You need that. Like, he's still married. I don't care if he's separated. And to them, papers are filed, sealed with the court. Right. He's still married. Because, like, anything can happen. Like, just sure. that's just not something you want to deal with. And I was like, and like you said, back to the scripture, like, it's still saying you're you're an adulterer so like you might want to end that relationship sure. but i but it was the correction and the love like nah, yeah girl, you know <laughs> yeah 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 that's what i'm saying like it's 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 important to have those people in your life but like um doing that is you know pe- people don't realize that that's a thing you know what i mean knowing how to correct somebody and a lot mm-hmm. of times and, 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 and you know it's crazy so like the other day and the other day so I, I was scrolling through Instagram right I was scrolling through the explore page now mm-hmm. my, my explore page has a lot of influencers and it has yeah. a lot of sports stuff so I was scrolling through there um, just looking at I was looking at the sports stuff and just stuff was just popping up I come across this one page it was a, it was a woman and she was an older woman, but she was kind of showing off her body, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm older, but look at me, bam, right? right. And so, but it was like, it was kind of provocative. But when I looked at the who liked it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was scrolling, but I noticed somebody's name <laughs> that I knew. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right? And it was a pastor, right? Yeah. So I was, I, I stopped for a second and I looked and I was like, mm. And so I had a moment where I was like, do I say something or not? Like, I knew him, but we not close, right? Yeah. So I'm like, should I say something or not? Should I just mind my business? But then a thought came to my mind was like, man, how many times have you yourself been on a slippery slope down the wrong path and people knew and didn't say nothing to you until you messed up and then they start talking about you, right? So... I sent him a message, right? Mm-hmm. I sent him a message. And I sent him a message that said something like, hey, listen, this is going to be kind of weird. You know what I mean? We don't, you know what I'm saying? But like, this is merely a message just to protect the man of God. I was like, I said, I, I was scrolling through to explore. 
I saw this this picture of this woman and I saw that you liked it. I said, this person could be your cousin for all I know. I said, but just to let you know that even though I don't follow her, the, the appearance, the I appearance can still, of it, yeah. Yeah, I can still see that you, I, we can still see that you like. So I was like, just be careful because I know, I was like, you're doing great things in your ministry, da, da, da. I was like, I just don't want people to see that and think that you out here doing crazy stuff, right? I was yeah. like, just be be careful. Now, I did something that I probably shouldn't have done, okay? This next part, I probably shouldn't have did. And I didn't realize it until my cousin told me because I asked him, it was this right? But so I, there's somebody that knows him very closely, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody that I respect that I know that wouldn't spread this around, right? So I went to them and said, I did X, Y, Z, right? They were angry with me with the fact that I said something, right? Which boggled my mind because I was like, well, this is the problem with the church, in my opinion, that we don't say stuff, right? We don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we see people, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't go and restore this person or help them out. We just kind of put sweeping under the rug. And then when they mess up, then we talk about them, right? But they, like, got angry with me, like, about that. And it was just, like, it was weird to me because I'm like, so this is, we just going to let people fall. We just going to let people mess up. We just going to let people go through and not go and talk to them and help them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, nothing in my message was judgmental and nothing in my message was, you know what I'm saying? Anything that was like, you know, pointing the finger at them and say that they were guilty of anything. You know what I'm saying? It was just a merely a warning to them, like to be careful. Right. And so my, I, I was bothered by them getting angry because I was, I'm a person who has, has been in situations where people knew that I was in a situation and they didn't say nothing to me until afterwards. After oh, I knew that. I knew you was gonna mess up. For real? You ain't tell me. You ain't send a smoke signal. You ain't say nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? And like they just went on, you know, and just well, it wasn't none of my business. It was. You know what I'm saying? Like the moment that you saw it, it was your business, G. Like for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should have just came to me and said something to me about it. Like you know, and it, it bothered me, and I feel like this is the world, like you said earlier, the world does such a better job with those type of things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because if you in the game and your your gang members see you tripping, man, they're gonna be like, Hey folks, yeah. hey, hey folks, oh, hold on, man. Like you trip, like they gonna come and correct you because y'all supposed to be family, man. And like I think when it comes to community, those type of things, even if I ha- I don't talk to this person. Because we'll say, well, you got to build a relationship with them, which is true to a certain degree. But the Bible doesn't say that I have to build a relationship with you first to, to, correct, you. to correct you. Like, it doesn't say that at all. Anyway, you know no. what I'm saying? So the fact that I, I came to him was, was very important. But, like, I think there's a lot of people that, that, that deal, that's dealing with that because they need somebody to say, they need that. They need that correction. They need that pat on the you know what I'm saying? That smack in the head a little bit like, hey man, you tripping. Yeah, because what he might have thought was very innocent. Right. You know, the appearance of just the wrongdoing is a bad look. Sure. You know, so you just, like you said, like, man, just watch out. Be careful. Like you said, that could be your whole family member. I don't know that, but in the world don't know that. But, you know, 
she on here posing this kind of way. And even myself, I have to be like so careful about even the things that I post because sure. I be like, I do not want the wrong. I mean, it it it's like I don't want the wrong idea. Like you sure. know what I'm saying? Like I I lost like almost 85 pounds. I'm mm. feeling myself. I'm like, man, but then I'm like, okay, you might not can't <laughs> post that <laughs> for the gram. You know what I'm saying? Right. You might right. not can You know, you right. got, you know, young girls looking up to you. You a whole girl sky leader. You might not want to put your thigh tattoo out here for the whole world to see. <laughs> Even though it's tastefully done, you just might not want that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, you you know you know you know what you saying that I just realized like a lot of this stuff, a lot of the 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 complexes that are put on us to like, you know, act like or emulate sometimes you know because we say it's right, it's cultural, right? Yes. Because you can go over to like Ghana, go to another whatever, go to another country, and these are believers; they love God for sure. And they're very influential, but their culture is is not hung up on that. So that literally, you could be a Christian and you on Instagram and you go, you and your your two piece, you know what I'm saying? And you you flexing on them, you know what I'm saying? But like you're a believer, but uh, us in the United States will look at that and be like, oh, she shouldn't be out here showing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's cultural because it over in the other country they like they not even thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? Even the dances. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. this this now 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 here's the thing, guys. I'm not telling these people I ain't saying going on here and start twerking. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying like if you go over to another country, like they there's certain dances that we would think in America is too provocative, you know what I'm saying? Um, or too much um uh, for us, for our eyes, and it it causes you know, lust or whatever the case is, right? And so, you know, over here, we'll look at it and say, we'll label that person and say, man, she a hoe, or he he doing too much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but another country is like, it's looked at as culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, these, this is this is what we do. And I think a lot of, a lot of the things that we try to put on people and make them think that it's cultural it's just a, it's cultural you know what i'm saying it, so it, it definitely is i saw a tiktok not too long ago where um it was like when your african friend invites you to church and you know the <laughs> music was playing and the girl was like we at the you know this club like, what's the name of you we not at the club we at church uh, what yeah. and then, <laughs> come on i told you the music we lit like it's just like you said it's a different sound it's a different mm. beat it's just cultural like I even had um someone tell me they was like I see you um I see you on stages and um with with a sleeve with a tattoo sleeve now I'm working on my tattoo on my arm but I was like girl you off because Mm -hmm. nobody is really going to accept me talking about you see me on stages and stadiums with no you don't Mm. But <laughs> then somebody else came. I was like, "Well, dang! I maybe I should have believed her words." Yeah. But it's very much cultural mm-hmm. that people how we look at stuff and how we expect our pastors and our leaders to be is yeah. one 
way. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a we are a uh, 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 outward appearance people. Mm. That's that's what we are. We are we are outward appearance people because the thing is is that the we need to be worried about the internal thing. I, I tell people all the time, listen, there's gonna be people in heaven that you're gonna be shocked about. Most definitely. You're gonna be shocked. You know what I'm saying? Most because definitely. You, you thought that they weren't gonna make it because of XYZ. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just I, I don't have a heaven and hell to put anybody in. I am a person that absolutely needs all the grace that that is given at all times by God for sure. Because my thought life sometimes is messed up. You know what I'm saying? My prayer life is messed up sometimes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't read enough scriptures sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I, you know, like say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, look at the wrong thing, all of that. So I need all the graces. You know, you know what I'm saying? Grace. All yeah. the graces. You know what I'm saying? So like I ain't got no at no point look at somebody and say, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. shame on mm. them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was what um somebody one of my crews or whatever, somebody told a story about uh a wealthy doctor and how he was saying he would never, you know, he was like didn't believe in God. Or whatever, but something traumatic happened where he was in the hospital and was like in a coma. And he said he went, um, went to heaven. And God was like, "See, this is where you could be." And he took him to hell. And he was like, "See, this is where you will spend eternity." And he saw his mother-in-law in there, and he was like, "Why is she here? Like, she was saved. She was a Christian. She was trying to, you know, convert me to Christianity." And he was like, "Because of her unforgiveness and her bitterness." She is not allowed in heaven. And it was like wow. that right there was like, you could do everything right. But if you still holding on to ill feelings to your brother and sister in Christ, so whoever it is, that would prevent. And I was like, it was like a check. Like, who, like, Lord, help my unforgiveness. Help me, yeah. like, to forgive whoever. Because you could be doing all of the work. You running around the church, you tie my bow tie, shit about all the things, and you still end up in hell. Man, man, I'm it, man. That that forgiveness thing is that forgiveness thing is is huge. That's a I, I try my best. Like there, there's some currently right now that I have. I literally have to give to God. Like yeah, all the time to. because continuously. I am, I am 100% hurt by these group of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That are leaders. I am 100% hurt. And I have to intentionally, like, not be bitter. Like, I have to say, mm -hmm. God, you're going to have to take this. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a scripture in Mark that says, it says, uh, if you say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea like God will do it, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then the next verse says, after you've done that, stand forgiving, right? And it's like, it's like, yeah, in order for that mountain to be put and cast into the sea, the prerequisite to that is for you to but forgive, yes. yeah. right? And so I'm we just miss, like... We miss that part. <laughs> right, we, we miss it totally. And so I'm just like, and it's so difficult at times because, you know, there, there's 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 a revenge as, aspect of your heart that Say wants re re revenge like you just want them to feel how you feel how you've been feeling to continue they sleeping at night and you up sometimes because you still mad 
about that and how they treated and what they said and what they didn't say and what they did do and what they didn't do. You know what I'm saying? All these things that you still upset about and how even their responses to you, like you just kind of like, man. And so I have to literally give that to God because I do not want to not stay in forgiveness because I've forgiven them. But then sometimes you got to stay there. And sometimes I slip back out of there and go out the door and stand in the hallway. You know, a little bit. You know yeah. Like a little, you know, but, like, I'm going to go back in in a minute, but like, you, right, I but, don't like you. you right. But imagine still harboring some unforgiveness for a person and they're, they're deceased. And you like, you're allowing oh. this person to still take root in your life and they're wow. no longer even here on this earth and you got mm. all this anger and bitterness and unforgiveness mm. towards them and they're dead. And mm. it's like you got to let that thing go. And mm. we don't we don't realize the B clause of that scripture, like like you said, we we sing it to the hilltop, like um, you're gonna move the mountain, you're gonna do all this. We focus on the moving of the mountain, but we don't focus on the work that has <laughs> to be done to be remove the mountain, you know? Yeah, the, the, that that piece of that forgiveness. Cause when I used to quote that all the time, and then I had somebody was like, read the whole thing. Read the before, yeah. read the after, and we just focus on the week. That's another cliche. We just quote these things and we don't read the whole aspect of what we are to do because there is a work, there is an assignment sure. behind the power of what God can do. So we just miss the mark with that. <laughs> Man, we be missing it and we miss it a lot sometimes. And, um, man, I, I, it, it's, it's very, um, it's very important people that's listening. It's very important the that forgiveness, man. Like it's is man. If if you got somebody now, like you just it's hard. Like just please try to get that to God. It is very. very I know. Yeah. I know how difficult it is because you could say you don't know what they did. I man, listen. I don't know what they did, but that bitterness becomes so much greater than what they did it's mm-hmm. it, it's insane you know yeah. what I'm saying like it's insane because your stomach start hurting and you feel pain and your anxiety yeah. arises and your blood pressure is high you know what I'm saying and you just get angry you get sinfully angry with them you know and about that situation and you won't allow you know God to come in you know what I'm saying but like a lot of us say like we want God in our life but we only want God in, in the areas where we allow him to be, you know what I mean? But not in the area where we want to, you know what I'm saying? Because at, if we want to be honest, like we get joy sometimes being bitter and mad about some, about things, you know, we find, we still want to be connected. We still want to be connected to that drama and God wants to come in and free you of that because he wants to bring other things in your life, but he can't because you still Holding this. Holding he wants to bring love on. into your life, but you still mad about this boy, right? You, you know what I'm saying? It hurt. You still mad. And he did what he did, and it was stupid, and it was crazy, and it was, you know what I'm saying? We we don't condone it, anything. However, you got to let it go because he wants to bring somebody in your life that's going to love you for real, right? Yeah. And he, he want to bring somebody in your life that's going to love you for real, young man, right? We holding on to it so tightly that if we let God open our hands, that God can really 
bless you, but you yeah. want to hold on to it so tight. It's like we want to give God certain aspects of our life. Like, okay, deal with my finances, deal with this, deal with that, but I'm gonna hold on to this. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like we don't give, we don't give everything to him and he'd be like if you let it go then other things will start to line, line yeah. up you know you could have be more productive on your job and then you can the finances can flow you could For be sure. more you know peaceful at this and it, and so just holding on to certain aspects of things like I will tell you like I have really struggled with forgiveness and mm-hmm. and I'm learning now like you just got love you just gotta let that thing go, and it's breathe, just... stretch, shake, let it go. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> let it, let it go because I'm holding on to the fact that I'm like I'm right, like I'm right in the situation, and it's like, okay, you're right in the situation. Now what? And then you're yeah. like, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. just right, so yeah. that's enough. Yeah, no, so yeah. let go and let God for yeah. real on those yeah. aspects of the things somebody said uh when you let go of what's in your hands god will let go of what's in his right yeah you know what i'm saying because you holding on tight to it and i know that i was holding holding on tight to it and then now when so then this is the b clause like okay God help me with this forgiveness, but then also help my attitude because I have mm. a I have a spirit of I have the spirit of the cutoff. Like I mm. can forgive you, but I'd be like I don't want to deal with you, and it kind of I kind of I don't look I I don't love you. I'd be like I give you the cold shoulder. So then that yeah. now that's the next part. Like mm. okay, God, I know what they did, and I'm gonna let it go, and I'm gonna forgive them and move on. But that doesn't mean that I want to still interact with them. And then as yeah. a Christian, that's wrong. As well, too. So well, yeah, you gotta well, do well, the forgiveness, but you gotta work on your attitude too. Well, I think so. Let me say this: I don't think it's wrong to let them go with, to the point where you don't interact with them. Like, let me let me say this: where they're not in your inner circle anymore, to the point where like you don't you don't commit because sometimes that relationship on that level need probably needs to die right right get that yeah but then when i see like so let me so let me say this i didn't forgave you but then if i see you in a space got you i shouldn't look at you up and down if <laughs> if i see you in a space and you walk up and i'm talking to somebody and you walk up my first thought should be like why are you over here? <laughs> like, who told you to try to get in on this conversation? Like, why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? Why are you talking about what we're talking about? And then <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't want to whip my hair around like, okay, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? So that's the <laughs> attitude that I had on my yeah. Because yeah. it was, and, and because it's such sure. ingrained in me to just cut people off so swiftly, Sure. Like how Peter cut that damn ear off. So <laughs> like I cut some people off. Yeah. It's just ingrained in me that I didn't even realize it. So somebody was like, you know, you might have been a little rude. I was like, what did I do? And they was mm. like, your facial expression, how you just looked up and then yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize I was doing that. So then now I have to be intentional because at the end of the day, I don't ever 
wanted to make somebody feel bad but I just was like I have to be intentional in my ways because I didn't even realize that that's what I was putting out there so if somebody else felt that imagine how that other person felt who I was giving the energy to sure it it, it was just it was a reflex you know what I'm saying it was was a reflex like it's like when somebody if somebody swing on me and my reflex is to swing back you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like it's it's just a reflex and it's just evident that you know what I'm saying? Like God just you know, God is still working on it. And the fact that you the the fact that we would be even like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, go back to God and pray or you know what I'm saying? I've been in that situation before where I you know, somebody I didn't care for and they talked to me and I kind of like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Kind of was rude. And then I didn't realize it because it was a reflex. I just went back and apologized. Like, hey, listen, you were saying something to me earlier. I'm sorry for the way I acted. It's just, you know what I mean? Some of what we went through, it's still, it's still I guess it's still me. bothering me a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's not who I am. I apologize, man. And it was, I'm, I'm glad to see you. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, and just kind of smooth that over because, like, you know, you, you still want your character to still be good, you know, spoken of yeah and you know what i mean like it's not just you know as a believer you just kind of look at them and you not you do that for yourself but it's also for them as well you know what i mean because they may have felt the same way but now they see like christianity you know what i mean or a a disciple in act you know what i'm saying like actually walking out this trying to walk this through and trying to walk this out and it's important so um but if you had just been like, man, I don't care, then that's that's a whole different story right there. You know what I mean? Like we just don't yeah. care about people's feelings and care about you know um, what you're doing and the the person that you're presenting to that person. You know what I'm saying? So the old me would not have cared. I would yeah. have been like, I don't, I don't care. She did me wrong. This this what she get. You know? Because yeah. I I don't. But I just didn't want. I was like, now nah, I now nah, that's something I'm gonna have to pray about. Do I go back and apologize? Because I'm still in my man. I'm like, she she know I don't, I don't mess with her, so I don't know why she came over here. <laughs> but I do feel bad that she. I pro- I said I probably should have been like, hey, I'll talk to y'all later because m- me and this person do talk regularly, and she might not have talked to them regularly, and she wanted to say hi, so I could have removed me from the situation because I have a greater access to them and I didn't have to just talk to them right at that moment because yeah. you know I was putting out the energy but I the I did feel a little bad like oh she probably did feel that because man I was like I didn't really realize it but looking back on it, I was like I did look at her up and down like what are you doing over here <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know I apologize but I do feel like oh I feel bad and Maybe next time when I see her, I will speak. Cause I was like, I don't even know if I spoke. I will speak mm-hmm. and then move remove myself because it is still a new raw emotion. And it's sure. also something that I'm trying, this is like something new to work from. But that goes back to my friend was able to correct me and love. And I didn't just, you know, make an excuse like, well, that's just how I am. I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I did get that energy. If you felt it, you know, because sometimes when people correct you, you be like, that's that's your 
that's your perspective. And I'm like, no, I, I looking back on it, I probably was a little rough, you know, <laughs> in mm-hmm. that 45 second encounter. And so that's what it goes back to the correction with love that people just don't do. She didn't call me to be snippy. She was just like, hey, that was that was a little rough right there. Yeah. And so she corrected me with in love that I was able to receive that. But see, that's the thing. The people don't know how to correct in love. Then when you then come with the correction, then we get defensive. And then it just starts this vicious cycle if we just ultimately learn how to communicate For sure. with people. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah, man. It's uh man, this thing, this, this, this life thing. <laughs> it's it's uh, it didn't come with a it didn't come with a instruction book. It's like a on the no. job on the job on the job training. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 tough, man. And we just um it's 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 tough, man. I I uh when we was talking, I was just thinking about just different things that over the last year, just you know, dealing with man, just people that you know supposed to be in your corner, and that you find out they spreading the rumors about you and. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy, man. And I just, I just kind of, you know, um, I I want to take the stance of one of my friends when I was in college. One of my guys. So I had two friends. One friend was talking about the other friend, right? So mm-hmm. he's talking about him to his face, talking about him. So my uh, my friend just sits back and looks at him and says, "You love me, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the greatest response ever. Instead of getting mad, he just took it as a compliment. Like, like, man, you talking about me so much, you must love me. You know what I'm saying? And I want to take that. I want to. I want to be brave enough to take that stance. You know what I'm saying? That my name, if it's in your mouth a lot, mm. you know what I'm saying? That you must love me. Huh? You know what I mean? Like you're talking good. about me so much. You know what I mean? You, 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 you're concerned about what I'm doing so much, and you know, and how I'm doing it so much. You must love me, don't you? you instead of me. me, instead of me getting mad at you about it, you know what I mean, and trying to find a way to confront you, and you know what I'm saying? Like you must love me. Thanks for the love, you know. And I want to. I, I just. I, I think. I think everything that we deal with in our life that's negative, uh, if we sit down, we can look at it from a perspective, a different perspective where it can help us build. It can help build us. Like this morning when I woke up, I saw I saw something on Instagram that said something like, um, I'm built for this. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I I. I read that differently than I've ever read it before. And I said, in order for that person to be built for this, they had to be built for this, right? Yeah. So they had to go through something. They had to to go through something for sure. And so like, I want to be that person that takes the life negativity and help it build me instead of tear me down. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like everything that it could be a tool, you know what I'm saying? Like the the lack of community, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes or the 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 things that happen at church or the things that happen in your family or at work or whatever that's negatively directed towards you, that it could be used to actually build you up 
if you look at it from a perspective, because we can look at it as an attack, and but God can look at it as tools for you to build to help build your build your character and be able to help somebody else down the line and say, hey, I dealt with that. This is how I I, I dealt with it. You know what I mean? And so like that's the that's the type of that's the type of person that I want to you know, strive to continuously become like use that as a tool and not use it as so that bitterness and that that hurts that I've felt from those leaders. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying my best to use those things as tools to build me so I can look at situations and say I'm built for this. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what mm. happened to David. And I ain't trying to get preachy, but I feel like it a little bit. But like <laughs> David, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> David, David looked at Goliath. And instead mm. of him looking at Goliath and saying, like, man, you are huge, he looked at Goliath and said, I fought a lion. I fought a bear. Now, who are you? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? You know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to look at my life's trials and life's tribulations and all those arrows that have been pointed my way and take all of them and say, I, I did this and I got through it. I did that and yeah. I got through it. And I was like, and now what is this? And now I can help. You know what I'm saying? Now I, now I can look at this situation and say, I'm built for this. Because that's what David said when he looked at Goliath. He literally, he, that's what he was saying. I'm built for this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I so am. that's what I want to be able to say. I ain't mean to get preachy, but I no, 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 no. Y'all can send y'all offering to my cash app. It's McBeardy. Here we go. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that is so true. Nothing that we go through will be wasted. Like that, everything that we go through is for someone else. Like, you know, your destiny is tied to someone else's breakthrough so like when we go through things that's another piece of the community that we just don't share we're over here going through the things and we're not opening up and we're not sharing and I know it's hard I know it's rough to be vulnerable because you people will spread your business but man if I'm get, I've gotten to the point now that even if you spread my business, hmm. I'm okay. Because yeah. at the end of the day, what I went through is going to help somebody. Now, I know you're going to twist it and tell, make your way, um, tell my business how you want to tell it. But at yeah. the end of the day, yeah, God brought me through it. And I, you, could, you could twist my words and twist my business all day long. And I, at this point, I just don't care. Yeah, for sure. Because here's the thing, like, God's hand is on your life, right? So That part. So whatever happens, whatever you say, it ain't going to, like, like, mess anything up that God is doing because his hand, his thumbprint is on my life for real. You know what I'm saying? For like, real, for like, real. Like, I love God, you know what I'm saying? You know, for real, for real. And I think he's dope. And I don't understand some things. And, I, and like I said on the live, I, and sometimes I have trust issues with God, but I love him and he knows it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he knows my humanity. He knows that I'm flawed. That's why he went on the cross and died because he's like, man, they not going to be able to get this right. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Right. So I'm going to go on the cross and die. You know what I'm saying? So they can come to me at any time they need me. You know what I'm saying? So like, this is what I know and this is why he's so amazing. This is why he's God. So anything you say, about me right now, like you keep twisting and well, I know he probably 
And I know she probably doing so. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you saying all of that. Let me tell you something, man. Like you keep playing around. You know what I mean? Like the God that I serve. Like you know what I'm saying? Vengeance is his. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like yes. You and know. Every, and every time I be like, I want, like I want to be vengeful. I kid you not. The Lord will send somebody to be like, don't do that. Mm. Don't worry about that. It's going to be okay. God is going to vindicate you. And now I have gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't, I don't even care. I know the truth. The Lord know the truth. I don't care if y'all ever know the truth. Y'all mm. have no heaven or hell to put me in. And I am getting to the point that I am tired of trying to please the people. I don't care. So so twist the words. Twist the words. Twist the lies. Twist the situations. You know the truth. You know what didn't happen. And so do God. And and I have to stand on this that everything that is done in the dark will come to the light. And all I have to do is just wait it out. Because see, that's the thing. I I want the instant. You know, I'm I'm a Mm -hmm. seasoned millennial. So I'm that instant (laughs) gratification. I I want all of that. But that's that's not even how God works. Mm-hmm. And even while you're waiting it out, He still opens up doors. Be like, okay, they don't want to use you because because it is. I'm gonna have somebody else use you to let you know that you are still chosen. I do love you, and I do, and I did put a gift inside of you, and I and it needs to come out, and it needs to be used in this season. So don't worry about them. Just do what I told you to do, and your yeah. gift will make room for you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that oh part. man. That right, that right. Man, this was such an awesome conversation. You're gonna have to come back on here because we didn't even get to the surface of the wind because that was another oh. aspect. For sure. <laughs> that For was sure. another aspect of the live that I that resonated with me and was so like, yes, man. the wind. The wind. <laughs> Listen, yeah, we gotta talk about that. That's, man, that that that's what we deal with as people for real. With for anything, real. it's the win. It's the win. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. definitely you have to come back and grace us with your presence in about a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um and talk about the win, because the win was also a significant part of the live um it transitioned from the community to the win. And that was so significant. Yes. So we definitely got to talk about the win. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm ready for that too. Cause that, <laughs> that's been on my mind a lot lately. <laughs> and just, yeah, man, I've been kind of digging into that mentally, just like about that. So for sure. For sure. We got to talk about the win. What any last words you want to leave with the people in that stops? Give them your, um, your Instagrams. Um, your website, just anything. Last final thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, I enjoyed this. Thank you for for having me. Um, anything. And, and and you guys like anytime. Uh, anything that you you're dealing with, just know that you know what's ahead of you is way bigger than what's happening right now. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Charles Ellington dot GC. Um. And you can go to my my website, or you, you can go on my Instagram and find the the website to Speak Brand as well. Um, sp three ak brand um, dot com, and uh, go get you some merch, some positive, some positive yes. stuff on there, man. Just to kind of 
help build you up and, you know, say some things out of your mouth that's positive instead of the negative things that you may be thinking about yourself. So, yep. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that's my time for this week. I'll catch you guys next week. Always remember, don't let anyone dim your light and remember to leave a trail of glitter wherever you go. I'm out. 